The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gable Moretz, and I'm on the grid, and so is the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. Let's do this thing. We're also on the clock. We've got a huge, huge three on top. Yeah, it's huge, Cab, for the uh, Toronto Raptors. Only 7% of teams in NBA history have actually come back when trailing two games uh, to none. I don't want to find out uh, what it is um, when teams are down three games. <laughs> three nuts. Uh, to none. I don't know, can't, can't be good. I'll tell you that uh, much. Um, no. I can also tell you that the money's been coming in on the Toronto Raptors all afternoon. As you know, the Toronto Raptors are one-point favorites in this basketball game for the last, let's say, about uh, 40, 40 to 44 hours or so. Suddenly sitting at two and a half right now, a strong uh, two and a half, as uh, people uh, are buying uh, back into the bounce-back uh, theory uh, with the Raptors in this basketball game. And, um, you know, let's be real, man. The series is on the line um, tonight. The series is on the line. If, if the Boston Celtics get up three games to none, it is over. Yeah. Um, so we're going to break it down. We'll give you our picks. We'll give you our props. Um, I believe I'm up to uh, six uh, picks in this basketball game, and I'll have to stand up pack uh, right there. We've got uh, NBA playoff basketball. We've got a game three. We also have a game one uh, tonight as well. The Denver Nuggets uh, already right back at it. They get the Los Angeles Clippers. Big line movement uh, there as well. Not a lot of belief in the Denver Nuggets. This uh, number opened up at six immediately after uh, the Nuggets had beaten uh, the Jazz all the way up to nine uh, right now. The Los Angeles Clippers lay nine points in this basketball game, total sitting at 222 and a half. And uh, the total in the Raptor game is also climbing up to 218 and a half uh, right now. And Cam knows I like uh, to bet overs. I like overs like Cam Crush's uh, ice-cold Pepsis, uh, but mm, I'm going to pass delicious. on the total uh, here, Cam. Yep. You know, the Raptors, I think, defensively will be better uh, today. Everybody's running to the window right now to bet the over this basketball game. I'm going to stand pat, but I am um, going heavy on the Raptors. This is it. It's the final stand, right? Like, if they don't win today, I'm not betting them no. in game four. It's done. No. It's over. No. So they might tap this up. is it. Mm. They made me mm-hmm. a lot of money over the last two years. It's been a hell of a run. I don't want this run to come to an end uh, like this, but we're going all in, Cam. Raptors to win the game, 
Raptors first quarter, Raptors first half. Love it. No, I do, I do the exact same thing. I, I'm going to have more on the game, but uh, you got to believe that these guys are going to come out and get it done. They got to come out early and get a lead and don't give up the lead. Uh, I'm just not impressed, Gabe. We've talked about the, the effort plays, you know, just giving Boston too much space. They don't look as hungry as they were before, but this is it. You said it. Coming back from 2 nothing is a real problem, but 3 nothing, the party's over. As for the other game, um, that line going from six to nine, I might be digging for gold with the nougats. I'm looking for a gold, gold, some gold chunks at the bottom of the river. I'll tell you, man, that's a lot of points. And this team, they've also remember they were down three to one. They come back. The Clippers have been off. Uh, they might have a little bit of rust. Maybe the way to attack that game is Denver early in the first quarter as uh, the Clippers get acclimated. But that's generous points. Raptors and Nuggets so far on my card. Yeah, I got to tell you, man, getting up to nine points uh, right now, it's just not in me to be laying points. You know, we all have tendencies. We all have traits. We yeah. all sort of have patterns that or niches that we like. You know, I bet college basketball overs. When I bet NHL hockey, I usually bet unders. Um, you know, there's certain patterns. I'm not really a favorite better, Ken. You know, I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll play favorites, like short favorites and pick them style games. I don't like laying points. I don't like laying points in college sports, pro sports, no. and any sport. I don't like laying points. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates. Game time decisions has begun. We've got a lot of game time decisions that to make. We're on the clock. The Boston Celtics and the Toronto Raptors, uh, a pivotal game three. All the money's coming in right now on the defending uh, champion, Toronto Raptors. It was one for the last uh, two days. It's up to two and a half uh, right now. People are steaming the over as we speak. Uh, the Denver Nuggets are getting nine uh, tonight in game one. That game follows the Raptors and the Celtics game. We're going to break it all down uh, with you. And we've got not one, but two college football games on tap uh, this <laughs> evening uh, that uh, I probably spent way too much time thinking about. Uh, and come here. I got to be uh, honest with you, Gabe. I spent about 10 minutes on it. And I'm like, these games suck. But, but hey, that's the thing. It's, it's on the board. And I got to be honest, kind of like you just gave that speech. Do I want to lay 21 and a half with the UAB Blazers? Not really. No, I, I, I don't. <laughs> Do I trust the other team? No. But maybe the over? I don't know. Like it's just one of the it's just one of these things. Like these games are on the board, but hey man, we still got playoff hockey and playoff basketball. Let's just say the college football season's not opening up with a gala performance, but it is college football. It's better than nothing. Well, it's a good point. It is it is yeah. a marathon, it's not a sprint. So mm -hmm. it doesn't mean you have to bet two thousand dollars on uh, Central Arkansas and UAB <laughs> no, uh, <don't>. tonight. <laughs> please, please, hey, if look, you're going to do that, <laughs> college football's back. Um, that's that, that's, that's not even a big game. That's the first game up. Central Arkansas gets twenty-one and a half against the UAB Blazers. Central Arkansas already have a game under the belt. Yes, I'm thinking. Listen, Central Arkansas are going to have a hard time scoring on uh, UAB. Um, it's a lot of points to be laying with the UAB Blazers. The Blazers' defense is fierce, and they're going to cause a lot of problems uh, for Central Arkansas. But you have to wonder, what's the what's that UAB, um, what's that UAB offense going to look like uh, in the first uh, half? They're going to have a big size advantage in the trenches. They're minus 11.5 in the first half. And I tend to think that Central Arkansas can hang around a little bit. I'll tell you what, um, last year, Last year, in the same uh, spot, the exact same spot, UAB were laying a ton of points against Alabama State. They got all that they could handle 
in that football game. All right, it's it's tricky proposition laying a lot of points in the first week of college football, especially this year of all years. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Game time decision continues. I am Renzi. We're kicking it with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart. A lot of stuff to get to on the program. Uh, we've got a big game three. We got a big game one. Uh, what else do we have? We got a couple of game sixes uh, on mm-hmm. NHL playoff uh, game sixes. The New York Islanders trying to get back to the Eastern Conference Finals for the first time uh, since 1993. Um, and an Eastern Conference Finals that I was actually at every game. Uh, the New York Islanders and the uh, the Montreal uh, Canadiens in my old um, ticket broking days, aka <laughs> shopping. <laughs> tough, tough game to be into these yeah, days, man. Say, Ken, like... <laughs> I guess you can say I've always I've always been in the sports industry. <laughs> yes, yes, you have. What? You, that, that's a great point. Like, what are tickets? I'm like, always, what are ticket scalpers doing? they're done. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're done. No, like, buddy. If anybody uh, deserves government loans and like and and handouts, like, yeah, listen, bro, I'm a scalper outside our arena. Like how do you're right? How the hell are these guys feeding their family? There's no tickets to sell. There's Buddy, no I'm, tickets to sell. There's to no sell. Events. When I no, there's nothing. When I used to and I used to work at when we went game when we went to Shoeless, I take you there. Those were all like scalpers. Those guys used to do Raptors, Leafs, all that stuff. And then they closed the horse book too. They got no no tickets, no horses, no nothing. Like I don't know where these guys are going now. Like it's it's not it's not a good scenario. Hey. I, I, I've trusted my old uh, ticket broker in the past, too, Marenzi. I bet you gave good rates. You weren't a cutthroat. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was. Um, yeah, I, fair? I was a very nice. Yeah, I was very fair. <laughs> I was. Uh, I was very fair. In fact, while well, it was a lot of competition, so I had to undercut uh, oh. people uh, as yes. well, right? It's a, it's a ruthless business. So we'll put it that way. <laughs> um, so speaking of horse uh, players and guys that hang around a track. Uh, Meadowlands Lindsay will step up and in and join us a little bit later on. It's Kentucky Derby week. Kind of strange. It's September and Kentucky Derby week, but it's a strange <laughs> year, 2020. And so it is, it is what it is. Um, you know, the, it's, it's pretty crazy because one of the last nights before the pandemic hit, we were actually at the, well, we were at the Meadowlands every night doing the show at the yeah. FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands Never racetrack the, in the parking lot of uh, Giant Stadium. And, mm-hmm. One of the last nights there, 
uh, Lindsay was on fire. And, um, you know, he'd won like four or five races in a row. And, um, you know, the nickname Legendary Lindsay uh, was born. But the thing is, now that there's a pandemic, he does all of his capping from the couch. So he's no longer Legendary Lindsay. He's now Living Room. Living Room Lindsay. <laughs> living Room Lindsay. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. So, uh, Meadowlands Lindsay will step up and in. But from what I understand, he's going to be watching the Kentucky Derby um, at Monmouth. Uh, this, oh, nice. uh, this weekend. So, yeah, we'll cool. see. So, basically, we're, we're going to get some picks from a guy who um, basically lives for the ponies and hangs out at a racetrack. Who better to get uh, horse picks uh, from? So we'll break down the Kentucky actually, Derby. we got baseball. Uh, we got college football. A ton of stuff. I was going to tell you, Gabe, it's actually an interesting scenario. Think about this. The Kentucky Derby at Churchill Downs, people haven't talked about this story, COVID-19. These jockeys at Saratoga and the best, if they choose to go over there, they can't just come back and race. Like, they're done, like, for, for the meets and stuff like that, right? So, like, certain guys like Ortiz, like, they, they have to, these guys had to make decisions. If you, look, if you look at some of the jockeys, it's like, hey, man, I'm in the race to, like, be jockey uh, of, the, of the meet at Saratoga and get bonus monies, right? And, or, you know, you go, do you take your chances if you got a good yeah. horse at the Kentucky Derby? So you're saying it's there's not a lot of decisions that you're taking exactly. the, ride the Kentucky Derby suddenly. Exactly. Exactly. It's pretty interesting. A lot of guys have stayed I put. You're like, you know, I got, I'll take I my got chances. nervous for a second. As he said, right. oh, with, with COVID, I'm like, oh, God, does tis the law have coronavirus? No. no, no. Like the horses <laughs> don't have it now. Think about this, though. This is the only sport in horse racing where you don't get void bets. What about all of our friends? Charlatan, gone. Nadal, gone. Art collector, who was the second choice that I got at 40 to 1. No voided bets. I got him at 40, Gabe. That bet is gone. If he's out, he's out. No, it's not like if they cancel the Islanders game tonight. There's nobody saying you get a refund, Mr. Stewart and Mr. Morenci. You get nothing. That's the thing about the horse game. All bets are final. Ridiculous. Well, that's why you got those fat, hefty odds. Yeah, yes, yes. yes. They're gone now. You know what those are called in the real world, Kemp? Penny stocks. Penny stocks, yes. Exactly. <laughs> Excellent point. <laughs> That's what the, those are called in the real world. All right, so we'll get to the Kentucky Derby. So there's basketball game uh, coming up. You know, it's minus two and a half. I don't really want to mess with the two and a half. We'll play the money line. Raptors yep. are uh, minus 42 cents right now at FanDuel, minus 142 on the money line. Now, this isn't like a big leap of faith either here, guys. Let's be real. The Raptors had a 78-70 lead, took control of the basketball game, and uh, basically took the pedal off the metal, let Boston hit a couple of quick shots, and then you add it all up. They were 3-for-19. Fred Van Fleet and Kyle Lowry were combined 3-for-19 from behind the three-point line. Ice cold. Yeah, ice those, cold. those are numbers that just aren't going to continue. They were like 11-for-40 in the game as a whole. Those are numbers that are not going to continue. I do believe that Nick Nurse will come up with a couple of uh, tweaks and alterations um, to um, to to get the the offense going and to slow down Boston a little bit. Now, it's very tough to get information in the bubble, guys, and it's going to be it intriguing is. and tough actually for the NFL season this year too. But you've got to just take what you can get. And head coach of the Toronto Raptors, Nick Nurse, um, said. Earlier today, one of the keys of the game is getting Norman Powell going. Mm. And he said, basically, he told Josh Lewenberg of uh, TSN Radio, who covers the Raptors, that um, they want to get Norman Powell going. 
uh, earlier in the game. They've got to run more with Norman Powell. You know, basically, they've got to get Powell more involved uh, in, in the offense. And they want to get more open looks for Kyle Lowry. Lowry's got a lot of hands in his face. You know, it's, the does. Celtics are basically, they're, they're playing off of Kyle Lowry, basically, in the sense where they're taking Lowry away. I got to give credit to Brad Stevens. Let's be real. He's out coach Nick. Nurse. I agree. It's yes, not he has. just the players. Like the Raptor players are a step behind, and that's coaching. It's like it's yes. like a game of like chess right now, and Nick Nurse is like he's getting pushed around a little bit. <laughs> no, you're right, man. And take a look, even Oklahoma City, how close that game was. Like that's a brilliant job by Donovan. Like he did, he did a fantastic job. We got to give these young college guys who've come up to the NBA credit. Stevens is out coaching Nick Nurse, and we talk about it. Gabe, sometimes we question the uh, the rotations with Gasol and stuff. Like that, this is the thing, man. Like Nick Nurse is a very very good coach, but it's almost like he's a little bit like caught off guard, and it, it feels like you know early in a boxing fight he got hit a few times. It, it's still a long fight, but Stevens is uh, yeah, he's opening up swinging. Yeah, he is a big problem. I agree. Gasol's a problem. And I tweeted about half an hour ago, Maury Baca, Les Gasol. Oh, yes. Um, yes. You know, basically, good things happen when Sergi Baca's on, on the floor. And they also need to toughen up a little bit. I wouldn't mind if Ibaka sort of pushed someone or, like, got all mm. upset and wants to fight someone. They need to show a little bit uh, more uh, emotion. Uh, but we're going to be going with the Toronto Raptors to win the game at minus 142. We're taking the Raptors in the first quarter, minus 128. Um, although I believe it's up to minus 135 uh, right now because everybody's jumping on the Raptors train. I'm taking the Raptors in the first half as well. So, in other words, if the Raptors get blown out wire to wire, yeah, uh, it's going to be, um, you know, uh, it's going to be a pretty depressing night and uh, could be a pretty mm. uh, volatile show here because I'm going to snap. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm with, with you the on the, I'm with you on the first quarter. Serge Ibaka, they, no, the guy's a monster. Ibaka ended up with 22 uh, combined points and rebounds the other night. I expect him to play, you know, he played 27 minutes, so he's not probably going to play any much more than that, maybe a little bit more, but he's pretty consistent in going over this number tab. Um, mm -hmm. You know, he'll give you 15, 16 points and 10 rebounds, or, you know, 14 and 12. He's a rebound machine when he's on the court, and he can pop a couple yep. of threes. So give me Ibaka over 22 uh, and a half points and rebounds. Van Fleet over 19 and a half points. Van Fleet got to 19 points uh, in game two and he sucked. All right. Van Fleet's going to have a good game tonight. Book it. And Norman Powell, this prop is too low. Take it, Cam. Nine and a half. I know you like Bob. I'm with low. you. Norman Powell, nine and a half points. Powell gets 14, 15 tonight. Couldn't agree more. I think that's amazing. Nine and a half over. Love it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn. And most of all, 
I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, in a couple of minutes, we'll talk Kentucky Derby. 146 yes. uh, running of the Kentucky Derby, uh, I believe. And, um, you know, we got 18 horses instead of 20, which anybody that knows horse racing uh, knows it's already a demolition derby as it is um, when you get, like, you know, more than you know, eight horses on a track. Uh, but yep. you get 20, and that's the one thing that I've always, I've always disliked. I get it. You know, it's the big race. You want to give people a chance to win and stuff, Cam. But, you know, you're not – it's almost – you know, I think it's like a good way of comparing it. It's like uh, the Daytona 500, mm-hmm. like with the uh, restrictor plates. Like, yeah, it's it's a big race and everything, but it's so random. And, uh, and it's amazing, though. I mean, the best horse usually does win. So it's not like it's sort of a random horse that wins uh, the Kentucky Derby all the time. But, man, that's, that's tough with 20 horses. I like it, you know. Are you really getting the best horse winning or is it sort of the best the best ride, right, the best trip? So even with 18 horses now, yeah. it's going to be intriguing, and especially with a lot of the good horses on the outside, Ken. Yeah, this is the thing, right? And you know, you got 18 horses in this race. I can tell you only a handful, I think, can win even with perfect trips. That's the thing. And tis the law is going to have to get caught up in traffic. You're telling me you got to lay juice on this horse in an 18-horse field? That tells you how damn dominant this horse has been. been. You want to talk last seven races? He's won six of those. He's looked good. Not even ran his best and still won races. There are a couple of horses that are good, but they're very temperamental, Gabe. That's the thing. The inconsistency of certain horses like Sole Volante. And they, some of these horses can look good one week, and then they, then they don't look good. Tis the law is a consistent performer. Great, uh, you know, connections, everything. That's the thing. If this horse even gets like a semi-decent trip, he should win the race. Um, I'm I'm one of those guys that, you know, you're going to have to put this horse in everything but exotics. The, usually what happens in the Kentucky Derby is you get that 40 or 50 to one maybe to come in second or third, and that could really help your ticket. But uh, right now, uh, you know, tis the law is head and shoulders above all the other horses. You know, we've talked about the impact of no fans at games, and we've seen, in, you know, in, in the hub, in the NHL, in the bubble, it clearly has had an impact, more so in the NBA, in which they're letting a lot go. Uh, but, you know, interesting as well, when you watch a horse race, you know, remember we watched the Arkansas Derby and the first mm-hmm. races back uh, during the, you know, the shutdown a couple of months ago. Didn't really notice. There was no fans, right? It was like, well, exactly. it's horse racing. You're watching the horses anyways. But the horses notice. So that's an interesting dynamic, Cam, actually. Look, you were there, bro. You've been to the um, you've been to the Belmont before. Yes, I These have. These horses yep. aren't used to that. These horses come out and there's 160,000 drunk dudes standing on top of porta potties, <laughs> yeah. yelling and exactly. stuff like that. These horses aren't used to that. Like and not yeah. all horses like it. Like it's it's well known, right? Like they're always worried. How's the horse gonna react in front of 118,000 people at Churchill? What's he going to do when he comes out and he sees all these people and the flashes and the lights and the cameras and the noises? And it's different. Horses are creatures of habit. So it's much more serene now, Cam. 
You know, they're not pump, pipe, you know, pumping in crowd noise. Much more yeah, exactly for the horses. Yeah. It's more of a natural race now, right? There's not, you know, I mean, we talk about it. You know, blinkers, distractions. Horses get distracted. If anyone is unaware of this, you guys have no idea. Me and Cam owned a horse. They easily get distracted. That's why they wear blinkers sometimes. They're like they're like children. Horses are like children, and you know they have good days and bad days. And it's good to have a you know like tis the law, well behaved kid who actually just shows up all the time and doesn't they freak out. Remember, we've seen this too, Gabe. Like look at our look at Conflict Diamond. One day didn't get to the post on time. A horse had a shoe issue. It really pissed him off. He wanted to run, then he didn't want to run. That's the thing. It's a, everybody's different. And I will tell you this too. It's interesting. Yeah, without the crowd noise, some horses will like it. Some horses won't like it. Some are like entertainers. Some are quiet introverts just like human beings but the thing is i've yeah, seen it yeah. too like anytime anytime i see a horse come around the rail and there's like a flock of birds or something i told you i saw this at woodbine this horse i had was winning by seven <laughs> legs all these seagulls were there and they flew right in front of the horse the horse went right through he went right through the gate the jo jockey did like six tumbles and like you he like he spilled everywhere and they're like oh my god i hope he's alive and it turned out he was good like you know what i mean but i'm telling you man like crazy things like that happened you're right like a horse sees an animal you know or something else, under the corner of its eye it's a nightmare it's there's nightmare. famous stories too and it actually happened with our horse with conflict diamond uh our trainer cody saftik he told me i said how was training he goes oh i had to shut it down for the day and i said why well, what happened he goes he got freaked out and i said well what, what happened he goes he saw his own shadow <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, they don't like that, no. <laughs> no, they don't no, like that No, the horse doesn't like his shadow. <laughs> it's the same no, thing, like, no. people don't really like, no, they really don't like it. They don't no, like they don't. seeing they... their own shadow. Like, it freaks no, them out, a... and it rattles them, and you've got, you got to shut it down after. It's like, all right, he's done. It's a great point. <laughs> you know I mean? Remember, it's like a bird, right? Like, you ever seen that? You ever seen, I think they have a stupid commercial for, like, Liberty Insurance with the emo where he sees himself in the window and he starts hitting it because he thinks it's another bird, like a twin. That's the thing, right? They see their own reflection. They think it's like an enemy coming at them and stuff. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Like, that, that's people don't I understand. Like, admit, that's a pretty good commercial. <laughs> It is yeah, 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 yeah. He'll figure it out. He'll, yeah. he'll figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> yeah, he's smashing the window, sees a shadow. Right. But that's the thing. Of, yeah, Tis the Law is pretty dead. That horse game, it's uh, it's seen any yeah, type of situation not, no, tis, in conference. Tis the Law is looking at the other horses, laughing at the other horses. He's like, I don't know what you're freaking out for. Yeah, uh, he's exactly. like, I don't know what you're, you're, you're freaking out uh, for. So, oh, yeah, we've heard it all. We can go on and on. The best stories ever is Mark Lawrence, one of our favorite uh, guests, playbook.com. Mark Lawrence owns a bunch, he owned a bunch of horses at Gulfstream. And, Ooh, you, know, yeah. you know, this is, we were talking crazy horse, uh, you know, me and Cam owned a horse. We were talking crazy horse owner stories. And, and Mark Lawrence goes, you know what, once, uh, once guys, he goes, we had a horse. He was pretty excited, you know, like a $15,000, $20,000 thoroughbred. And he actually won. He won at Gulfstream, all right? That's and huge. Mark Lawrence, yeah. Mark Lawrence and the partners are in the box, and they're all oh, high-fiving and stuff. <laughs> the horse wins. The horse kept going, jumped the rail. <laughs> the horse just kept going. Like, he got the stable area, jumped the rail, and took off into the streets of Florida. Streets. <laughs> they found him in a backyard three hours later. <laughs> like the cops, like the, the Humane Society, like basically they're like, oh they're my God. there's a horse on the loose somewhere. He's not dangerous, but he's kind of big and stuff, right? So yeah, there's this big yeah. horse. 
Dude, he found a pool. He went, he dipped his head in a pool oh, yeah. and he was chilling in a yeah, backyard. Nice. He was fine. Yeah. Mark was like, <laughs> told his partner, I think we need to sell the horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he had everything but a cold beer. The horse Gotta fight. love the horse like going the horse for a dip after the win. <laughs> thing is, Mark said like he jumped the rail, he jumped like another fence, and he just yeah. took off. Like he ran like into the streets. And yeah, fortunately, he didn't get hit. They found him in a backyard chilling by a pool a couple hours later. <laughs> That's why you got to be careful. That's yeah. You got to be careful with first time starters because oh, people don't understand about horse you're racing. Horse. Yeah. You were about like, to oh, yeah. like, money and your jockey fell off the horse. <laughs> yeah. No, he went, the, the horse saw birds and he went through the rail and the, the jockey like, I'm like, whoa, like, I couldn't believe it. There was another one. Remember the crazy story at Gulfstream? Oh, yeah, they they have the thing, Gabe, for all, and we'll talk to Lindsay about this, like Rainbow Six. It's like a pick pick six, six winners of six straight races. It's impossible unless all chalk comes in because they usually have like a 40 to one and stuff. The tickets are expensive. Anyway, there was a couple tickets alive at Gulfstream. The final race, the nine horse, I remember I had money on him too. Me and Lisa were at Shoeless. This horse is winning by eight lengths, and right before the wire, the jockey just rolled off the horse. So, he, so no one got paid. It. it was like people were like, "Are you kidding me?" It was really controversial, right? I'm like, he didn't even get caught like hoofs got He just went just somersaulted right off the horse. Yeah, uh, I'm telling what, you, what a gong show! What a gong show! If you show. ever, if you ever want to ruin somebody, like if you want to take down like your your neighbor, like you know what I mean. You don't like somebody that's hooked up with your ex-girlfriend or something like that? Give them a racehorse as a gift. Yes. And, like, uh, it'll ruin their life. Oh, yes. Bills, bills. Just people are yeah, yeah, out money. I'm not giving them anything. No, 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 I'm telling you. you somehow, like, set it up. Hey, congratulations, Bobby. You won a you won a thoroughbred racehorse. Hey, great. Yep. I'll take it. Yeah, don't worry. It'll ruin yeah. them. It'll, it'll ruin them. It'll put them in a poorhouse. Jeff Bezos is the richest man in the world, all right? The guy's got, like, you know, $200 trillion. He doesn't even get in the horse racing business. No, no. That's <laughs> so, why he's got $200 million. So, that's all you need to know. <laughs> the only way you want to get in the horse racing business is just bet them. Um, so yes. I'm taking a Raptors first quarter, Raptors first half, Raptors money line to win the game, Sergi Baca over 22.5 points and rebounds, Freddie Van Fleet over 19.5 uh, points, and Norman Powell over nine and a half. I never like saying one is better than the other, but Norman Powell at nine and a half is way too low. I mean, come on, man. The guy's going to get 13, 15 points. That's the one I like the best, too. I think, Nor I think Norman, you said it. Sometimes the coach will actually tell you exactly what's going to go on. I believe he can get to 10. He, I, yeah, Gabe, Gabe, he can get maybe even 16, 17. That number's nine and a half. That's a low number. I'm in. I am Norm! In. Norm! <laughs> Go Norm! Get Love it done, Norm. Norm. <laughs> get, it, get it done. All right, so we'll get into the Kentucky Derby. Uh, we'll fire off some baseball picks. NHL hockey. Man, it's a tough game. I'm leaning with the Islanders. I like the under. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, game time decisions continues. I am Gabriel Renzi. Throw it down with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart. Uh, let's talk Kentucky Derby. We'll also keep you up to date with the basketball game. As we told you, we're on the Raptors first quarter, Raptors first half, Raptors to win the game. Yeah. Uh, 
Norman Powell over nine and a half points, Fred Van Fleet over 19 and a half points, and uh, Sergi Baca over 22 and a half points in rebounds. All pretty correlated. Love, love your love your menu. And here's another thing, Gabe. Can they just say start six time six forty five? So, yeah, you got a six pack, buddy. That's my that's my style. I, like I love it. Six thirty tip time. No, it's not six fifty. Like these guys haven't even started the game yet. It's hilarious. Just uh, yeah, they love to milk it. Milk it. All right, so waiting for yeah, the last exactly. money. Time for people to get the action. That's why I keep repeating the pitch. People still have time to get yes. this. Uh, there's time Correct. to get into the Kentucky Derby uh, as well. The unique Kentucky Derby, September the fifth. Wow. Um, but it is uh, what it is. Let's bring in Meadowlands Lindsay uh, right uh, now, um, who's uh, ready, ready, uh, ready to rock and roll. We'll get right down to business. An 18 horse field. You know, normally 20. So it's 18, and I like what they did, uh, Lindsay, in which they closed the first gate and they closed uh, the 20th gate because there was a lot of talk about Tis the Law. And, uh, of course, Tis the Law draws the 17 post, and in 145 years, nobody's ever won from the 17 post uh, before. But I like the style of the trainers and the owners in which they said, yeah, but 17 is really 14 or 15. <laughs> because and they said, we don't really look at it like 17. But nevertheless, it's not the best um, It's not the best spot. And look, authentic on the outside as well. So a couple of damn good horses get, on the, get stuck on the outside here. How much of an impact do you think that has? Well, absolutely none. Uh, except uh, Baffert has actually won from post-18 uh, with American Pharaoh. But at a mile and a quarter, uh, very little. Uh, there's a good reason to have an outside post. There's good reason to have a middle post. There's good reasons to have an inside post in shorter races. But in longer races, it matters a lot less. All right, so let's get down to uh, let's get down to business uh, right now. We talked about Tis the Law first because Tis the Law is the favorite, three to five, uh, authentic. Um, you know, right beside him here in the eighteen uh, hole is eight to one, and the sixteen is Honor AP at five uh, to one. So it's amazing. You know, the, the the three the three top choices are all in the sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen. Who do you like to win the race, Lindsay? We'll start off. Who do you think is going to win the race, and then start uh, sharing some of the uh, the exactors or trifectas with us? And feel free to jump in, Ken. Okay. All right. Tis the law wins the race on paper. However, uh, here's a fact about the Kentucky Derby: favorites win the Kentucky Derby as often as they win every other uh, race, which is a third of the time. Earlier in the show, you guys were talking about wacky things that can happen, uh, like stumbling out of the gate, losing a jockey, or going for a swim. Another thing can happen, horse decides not to run. At three to five, mm -hmm. he'll probably go to post at five. So there's absolutely no reason to bet him. He is a completely acceptable loss. A uh, little bit of superstition. Nobody's won from uh, Posentine. But uh, truth be told, these are three-year-olds. His top speed figure is only two points above Authentic's top speed figure. And uh, three-year-olds grow, and they grow fast. Uh, you also talked about being a racehorse owner a few minutes ago. Thanks very much for the blessing. I'm uh, proud to be a part owner in Authentic, although that hasn't changed how I'm capping this race. Uh, but uh, no reason to bet Tis the Law at three to five or lower. So uh, if Tis the Law goes up to eight to five or better, and, and I just which want is to throw something unlikely. in here. 
I just want to throw something in uh, here. I kidded earlier about tis the law, and Cam said, you know, you got to be careful in the pandemic about, um, you got to be careful in the, in the pandemic uh, right now. Well, I just saw, you know, I see King Gamero, um, Gamero and, yeah, scratch yeah. due to fever. Not corona, but due to fever. Horse fever, <laughs> so, yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. not corona due, due to horse uh, horse fever. So as you talk about, Lindsay, and we were talking about earlier, the horse, it's a very fragile, man, these animals are beasts and they're so strong, but it's amazing yeah, how fragile, fragile they are at the same time, too. They sure are. Lindsay, right, I got to ask you, Lindsay. so I wanted to ask you too, Lindsay, Sorry. just because there's a lot of discrepancy among the cappers. I didn't know you're part owner of Authentic. That's a whole story for another uh, program. But uh, people talking about usually you throw away one, one of the favorites, and I do agree with you. But what do you think about the comparison, like uh, Noble AP, Authentic? Like a lot of people are talking about Noble AP as maybe the horse that can beat uh, Tis the Law. Like what do you think about the other two contenders uh, behind him? It's incorrect. I've got Honor AP to come underneath. Honor AP beat Authentic only because Authentic, and I, you watch this race, the head-on uh, recording, Authentic veered hard to the outside at the top of this race, costing him a good half length to a length. Honor AP got him by a nose in that race. So I'm not worried about Honor AP beating Authentic. He also had a very easy uh, pace in his previous races. Honor AP's top speed figure is only a 106, so he only makes it underneath on my uh, uh, card, on my ticket. All right, so what's your, um, what's your uh, top, uh, what's your top, um... Let's start off, I guess, with, uh, what are you going to play an exacta, trifecta? What are you going to play? I'm going to play an exacta and a trifecta and possibly a super, but boy, the super at a dollar minimum, what really costs me $4 will cost 40 except in a field like this, I'd add extra horses to the tune of six. Mm -hmm. So I'll only play the super if I'm way ahead on the undercard. So my primary bet in this race, in a field of what's now become 17, would have been the same in a field of 20, is I add one horse to my box. So my dollar exacta box is going to have, assuming tis the law is not worth it, authentic New York traffic, Money Mover, and Sole Volante. Any of those four to come first and second for the tune of $12, that exacta, assuming tis the law is not in it, is going to pay anywhere from 50 to a couple of hundred. Then I'm going to play a trifecta, and my usual trifecta has two horses on top, three to come second and four to come third, but in a larger field, I'm going to increase that by one. So on top of my trifecta, I'm going to have authentic New York traffic and money mover. To come second, I'll have authentic New York traffic, money mover, and sole volante. And then to come third, again, authentic New York traffic, money mover, sole volante, and thousand words just makes it in. If there's a superfecta, I'll be playing that with honor AP max player and storm the court and a, uh, and a couple of others underneath. You know, one thing, Cam, I got to say about uh, the name New York Traffic, it doesn't entice confidence in me. New York Traffic is slow. Like, <laughs> yeah, but... You know what New York Traffic does, though, New York though, Traffic, you don't move. Yeah. But it's tough. Yeah, New York tough. Traffic. Yeah. New York but Traffic sucks, but I will you say this. People, you don't...
Yeah. Hey, go, go after yourself, buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what you, you say to New York traffic. Hey, horse. Hey, horse. Hey, what the hell are you doing, New York traffic? I'll tell you, though, but yeah, Lindsay, so, you can tell Gabe. New York traffic finishes like this horse, second, second, second. Sec- like he has a knack for the podium. He doesn't win, but he always seems to be there. Right, Lindsay? Correct. Yep, that's uh, he's got to be there. What do you think about uh, that? A thousand words. That was the horse that I was going to take a shot with. Like, you know, you said he barely made in made into your thing. You know, these California horses, the Baffert horses coming to Churchill. You like them in exotics, but you don't really like them uh, top three, Lindsay. Doesn't have a speed figure or a race that convinces me that he can win, but he's three years old and I haven't seen him. So he may have grown and developed significantly since his last race. Uh, Bob Baffert horse, who's uh, 29.9% for the year and specializes in three-year-olds in high stakes races. I'd have nothing against you throwing some money at thousand words to win. In the morning line, he's only two points under authentic. Who knows? Maybe he's re- he's Bob's real horse. Don't forget, as successful as these trainers are, they gamble just like you and me, and they need mm. to score in just about every race they're in or a reasonable percentage thereof. So Bob's going to be betting one or both of these, and Thousand Words could easily be it, but I'm with Authentic. You know, one of the um, one of the longer shots I'm taking a look at uh, here is definitely going to be in some of my exotics will be enforceable the three horse. Yeah. <laughs> yes yes mark cassie gabe good connections yeah. with mark cassie too very very yeah, very good strong yeah you were talking too about the uniqueness of the jockeys as well um how many jockeys making their debut uh here uh this week as as cam was talking about it earlier there's a uh there's decisions to make if, if you're a jockey uh, right? Like, you know, do you want to race in this race? If you don't think you have a chance, then, you know, you probably don't because you don't want to have to wait uh, after. So it's in- interesting. Uh, quite a few jockeys uh, making their Kentucky Derby uh, debuts. But what do you think about Enforceable on the three horse, Lindsay? I've got him tossed. He's never even run a three figure speed, uh, three figure speed figure. And uh, he's got a very inexperienced jockey on him as well. Uh, listen, he's got some pedigree. He is uh, by Tappet, who's one of the 10, I think, top 10 sires right now. So he's definitely got some pedigree, which is why I think uh, Mark Cassie and the owner, John Osley, are taking a shot with him. But I really think they're doing it with extra cash. Horse has not performed well enough in, you know, on paper to justify even putting him on the ticket. But it's horse racing. You never know. And you'll probably get him at a ridiculous price. Uh, You know, people bet. Let's see. He's 30 to one. Money in the Kentucky Derby either goes on either end of the spectrum. So you're going to have everybody and their mother betting tis the loss just so they can jump up and down and say, I win. Uh, and then uh, go and collect ten dollars and twenty cents on their ten dollar bet, and you'll have people hammering the fifty to you'll have people hammering the fifty to one shots just for fun because they only bet one to three horse races a year. But a thirty to one shot, he might sit around, take a whole bunch of money, and maybe show. Uh, so I would have no uh, Kentucky Derby. Absolute bet anybody to show and and collect any of the long shots to place a show, and you might uh, cash in nicely. 
Well, I'll tell you what, if you're a Notre Dame uh, fighting Irish uh, fan, uh, the eight horse, <laughs> yeah. South Bend. South Bend. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah, South Bend for the fighting Irish, for the fighting Irish uh, fans uh, amongst uh, you. All right, we're going to get Lindsay back on. Uh, we'll get him on Sports Rage late night tonight so we can get more in detail, get, get a couple yeah. of exactors and trifectas. Me and Cam will lock down the picks. But what are you looking at, Cam? I'm, I'm looking at a thousand words, Gabe. That's the horse uh, that, that I think I'm going to put in and take a lot of chances with. I'm going to ride Lindsay's pick. I wasn't sure uh, who to go with, with uh, Honor AP or Authentic. He's kind of sold me on Authentic. A lot of people are throwing him out, but I like what his explanation for that. And there's a horse that I'm finding very intriguing that no one's really also talking about. Max Player. He was a very popular horse early, but uh, now uh, not a lot of people are betting him. I got to take a, a second look there. I like Ricardo Santana Jr. too. I think he's a pretty good jockey, but I think a thousand words is going to be my underdog, buddy. I don't have a choice uh, but to go. As you know, we talk about it, everybody knows. And Lindsay, I've been doing this going back since Thunder Gulch uh, won the Kentucky Derby <laughs> in what was that, 1996? Uh, 95, yeah. 96, uh, or so, I think it was 96. Um, the winner of the Florida Derby. It's always been my thing. Whoever wins the Florida Derby, that's my pick for the uh, Kentucky Derby. Thing is, it's been hitting a lot recently, so people are on to it. Mm-hmm. Nobody talked about that before. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time is sitting continues. Uh, thanks to a living room Lindsay uh, for joining us on the show. <laughs> Guy. He it's doesn't like living room Lindsay because he was once nah. legendary Lindsay. Yeah, so he's gone that's from true. legendary to to living room, but <laughs> hey, he'll still be legendary. It is. Yeah, exactly. When they open up the Meadowlands again, he hits some winners. He's back to legendary. Right now, just accept the living room. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> living all right, room so. Lindsay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. Uh, all right, great great analysis. Good. We'll be back. Uh, we'll have more uh, horse racing um, angles tomorrow. Of course, the race is uh, Saturday, so we got time. Uh, but we figured uh, we'd get you started uh, there. Speaking of getting started, the Raptors and the Celtics. Uh, the Raptors were off to a nice start. Uh, mm-hmm. Boston's come back a little bit right now, 12-10 early in this basketball game. Seven minutes and 15 seconds remaining in the first quarter of play. It's 12-10 for the Toronto Raptors. So, uh, Cam, what are you looking at uh, here at uh, 7 o'clock. I've got six plays riding on this basketball game alone. Um, yeah. I got to get in on that college football. We're going to hit this on in-game live coming up because college football is only at 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock, respectively, Eastern times. But that NHL game, Flyers and Islanders around the corner. Who you got? Yeah, I'm, I'm on the New York Islanders to close it out tonight. I got them, got them in the series as well. They need to take care of business tonight. Uh, a baseball game, uh, this one I think is at 7.30. I'm taking the Blue Jays against uh, the Boston Red Sox. Taiwan Walker was fantastic in his debut for the Jays. No reason to say he can't get it done again. Better team. Those are the two plays, Marancy. Everything else, Raptors first quarter, Raptors game. Uh, thinking about, uh, yeah, just that's the way it is right now. We got a lot of riding on this game, buddy. Good luck to us. Yeah, so do I. I've got quite a bit uh, riding uh, on this. And in fact, uh, we need to hit at least a couple of these uh, plays to keep it rolling into the uh, 9 Uh o'clock college football kickoff that we'll get you ready for on in-game live. For the record, though, uh, I think the underdog can hang around in that football game. 
The late game uh, tonight, what, is down to 12 and a half, man. People are really hammering South Alabama right now. Should be points. I like that game to go over and a UAB game to go under, but we'll have more picks on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Build digital-first customer relationships with Salesforce Digital 360. Connect every marketing, commerce, and digital experience on a single platform. Innovate fast with easy-to-launch sites, campaigns, and apps. That's more relationships, more revenue, more return, and more success. Salesforce Digital 360. Hear from our customers at sfdc.co slash digital 360. 